are learning and taking in information at a rate and a pace which is far greater than it ever has been before. There's more information and content generated in a single day than there was in like a three-year period a decade ago. And so how people keep pace with that and can internalize that is really challenging to us because our job is not only to keep pace ourselves, but then to figure out how do we communicate that and teach our partners, help them keep pace, and then how do we then communicate that effectively to our customers without overwhelming them. Welcome to Digital 99s. I'm your host, Elisa Parker. Digital 99s highlights the amazing work being done by women in IT and marketing. EpiServer has created this series to celebrate digital leaders who are truly transforming their fields. Today we meet with Gabriella Schuster. She's the general manager of Worldwide Partner Group at Microsoft. Hi, Gabriella. Welcome to Digital 99s. It's great to have you here with us. Thank you so much. It's great to be here. Gabriella, can you tell us a little bit about yourself and what you do specifically at Microsoft? Absolutely. I am a 20-year veteran at Microsoft and uh you know, I have I started in at Microsoft in 1995 um working in our worldwide operations team. My experience prior to that was on customer service and operations. And throughout my career at Microsoft, what I've done is built out my uh, marketing expertise and global marketing delivery as well as my sales experience. And so today in this role, I'm responsible for Microsoft's global partner programs, our strategy and our marketing. And that's inclusive of the Microsoft Partner Network program. It's really unusual now, too, to even be with a company, especially in the high-tech industry, for so long, as long as you have at Microsoft. It, it absolutely is. I mean, I um, I started my career, actually, in uh, Cigna Health Insurance, and that was where I learned about uh, how to do customer service operations and people management. And I moved over to Aldis which was at that time a very small software company that eventually got bought by Adobe. And that's how I got into high tech in the first place. When I first started Microsoft, I thought, oh, well, you know, I'll be here for like four years and then I'll move on to the next thing. That was my intention. And, uh, and, and what I just found is that there just kept being such interesting things to do that it was like going to a new company every couple of years. Well, in reading about your own experience with Microsoft and just based on what you told us too, Gabriella, it seems like too what has really kept you invested in the company itself is just the evolution and the, the changes that uh, you've been part of. How has the company's approach to customer experience evolved over that time? Well, you know, who our customer is and how they buy has evolved tremendously over the last 20 years and really continues to expand with the advancements that we see today in the technology. So when I first started at Microsoft, we were essentially a consumer packaged software company. And um, and then shortly thereafter, we came out with products like Windows NT and SQL, which expanded our audience and our focus to include, you know, larger enterprise customers, but largely through departmental purchasing. 
And then as our products and service portfolio grew, we added developers and IT professionals into the mix and really then started to have a focus on central IT. And then most recently, the business decision makers have been an area of focus for us as they actually become more of the primary purchasers of technology and technology moves from the back office really to the front office in driving our customers' businesses. So I think one of the biggest challenges that we've faced as we've grown over the years is how to reduce the complexity while keeping pace with this diverse set of customer needs that is continually evolving. Sure. My guest is Gabriella Schuster, and she's the general manager of Worldwide Partner Group at Microsoft. Gabriella, uh, in, you're responsible for helping Microsoft partners to increase their profitability and enable market acceleration. So how does the speed at which technology change, you know, as it's, as it's changing so much today, so quickly, I'm assuming that makes the job a little more challenging or difficult. And how do you stay on top of industry trends? Yeah, I mean, it's a great question. You know, so as the technology evolves to keep pace with what the customers need, we are continually looking for new and innovative ways to keep our partners up to date with their education and training as well, right? So business models and the marketing opportunities. So when we, when a new workload is developed, when we come out with a new way to service our customers, we need to help make sure that we match the customer opportunity with our partner opportunity and then identify an effective go-to-market strategy that would capture both the upside and the market opportunity ahead. So, you know, the new ways that individuals learn, uh, people are learning and taking in information at a rate and a pace which is far greater than it ever has been before. There's more information and content generated in a single day than there was in like a three-year period a decade ago. And so how people keep pace with that and can internalize that is really challenging to us because our job is not only to keep pace ourselves, but then to figure out how do we communicate that and teach our partners, help them keep pace, and then how do we then communicate that effectively to our customers without overwhelming them. And so it, it changes the channels that you use, the media types that you use, how you distribute information, how you can do it at scale, but make it personalized. For me, um, in the job I have to help support this evolution, we've enhanced that partner experience where we recognize who's visiting. We can personalize and tailor that content to what they did last time to help serve up, hey, you did this last time, you learned this last time, here's some more information, here's how it's been updated. Um, and then we connect that to kind of personalized emails that will follow up from their visit to the portal and then communicate that back out to our feed who can then have that conversation face-to-face at a local level. But having that level of connectedness requires a lot of work on our part to really understand who is it, what's their need, and how can we communicate just the right information at just the right time. It's really interesting. On trend with what we're seeing, Gabriella, in the industry right now, Microsoft is increasingly moving their solutions to the cloud. What benefits do you see for companies adopting a cloud strategy? There are a number of benefits the cloud can offer companies, including the flexibility, the scalability, and the security that the cloud offers. Not to mention that um, it really relieves them of the burden of the infrastructure management, the day-to-day data center management, or the 
the capital expenditure of buying servers and hardware, right? Mm-hmm. And so then the, the, our customers can then become untethered to start thinking about how, what do I really need to run my business? And so they no longer need to worry about all that other stuff. And they can think about how do I actually meet the needs I have and the needs of my customers. So the software as a service enables our customers to have the best applications in the market that meet their specific needs and the switching costs that have that they traditionally had because they had all of this infrastructure in the back end to integrate in has come down dramatically. And then cloud applications oftentimes provide trial periods that can be used to create a proof of concept concept without them having to commit to a long-term purchase and provides them that level of freedom that I don't think they've ever had. And then the cloud also enables their technology to become a utility for them. So they're only paying for what they use. And that's something I've heard from customers as a request over the last two decades. And I remember when I first got posed that question in the early 2000s, and I just looked at them like, I don't know how to do that. And what we have now enables them to do that. So it's it's what was once a dream is now a reality with the cloud. So I think the one thing that still holds some customers back is their perceived lack of control over their data and what they fear might be lost when they move to the cloud. I was just going to follow on that and advice you could offer for companies who are still hesitant about moving their business to the cloud. Looking at what are the um, principles of security, of privacy, of control and compliance that they're looking for from the applications and the vendors they choose to do business with. I know it's one of the foundational principles of Microsoft to be fully transparent in that for our customers. Like we invite our customers to come to tours of our data centers. We'll take them through how we protect their information. It is fully theirs. They own the keys. They encrypt it. We don't have access to it. And, you know, in the same way that Microsoft really led the way with trustworthy computing in in, uh, protecting our customers from hackers and vulnerabilities many years ago, um, we've really just transformed that into trustworthy cloud and helping our customers to to make sure that they know they own that. And we collaborate with the industries and the governments to really build their trust and assurance. And then we communicate to our customers, you know, exactly um, what happens to their data, how they control it, what they can do with it. And so I would I, I would just encourage customers to, to go deep as they're thinking about where they want to invest so that they do feel comfortable with that. There's a lot of um, fear and uncertainty in that. Some of it's founded and then some of it's not. My guest is Gabriella Schuster. She's the general manager of Worldwide Partner Group at Microsoft. You know, Microsoft has the program YouthSpark, which uh, has helped young women who are already changing the world and can help provide the tools. And I noticed, too, for International Women's Day just recently that Microsoft was also talking about women, women innovators, you know, women inventors. And uh, yep. I love that. Yeah, yeah, me too. I mean, my daughter is in the um, in the STEM program at school, that's science, technology, engineering, and math program at school, and I'm I'm immensely proud that she's decided to pursue that area of interest. And, And I think that encouraging girls at her age to pursue those professions, to understand that they can have a big impact, that they are capable. And, uh, you know, programs like DigiGirls, programs like YouthSpark um, really encourage girls to know that there is a place for them in the technology world. 
and that, that they're, they're a role models for them and they can see them in action. And so I think that we've, we're making some progress, but clearly not enough and especially globally. And Microsoft makes a big investment to, to encourage that to foster that population. Gabriella, what advice would you give to the next generation who is thinking about pursuing a career in marketing, in technology, especially how to adapt to that and selecting the right choice of study for something like that, especially, as you mentioned, in a climate that is changing every single day? Yeah, I mean, and so my my advice is that there really are no limits. I mean, we're getting to a place where um, almost anything you can imagine, you could actually make happen. You think about, you know, virtual reality. You think about um, the Internet of Things and, um, and, and the technology, the predictive analytics, the, the machine learning. A lot of stuff that seemed like science fiction when I was young can actually be done today. And so uh, what I say is like, you know, what we need to do is unleash the imagination that people have and help them to imagine a better world, imagine ways that we can get things done. And then let's sit down with the technology and figure out how to get it done because it's possible today. That's great. Speaking of some of that then, Gabriella, what are the trends that you're seeing right now in terms of different types of digital solutions? And what are the companies looking for right now? Yeah, you know, our customers, what they're looking for is new ways they can drive higher levels of collaboration between themselves and their own customers as well as themselves and their employees, right? It's not just a nice to have for an organization anymore to have good teamwork or good collaboration um, because these millennials and then even beyond that, like the generation of my children, they grew up with stronger social collaboration, and that really makes a big demand on employers today to do things differently. And the old ways of working in silos and offices really no longer works, and more employees work from home and are geographically dispersed. So thinking of ways that you can keep people connected when they're remote is a high demand on the technology. I think the other big trend is around data analytics and insights, right? Um, as I mentioned, there's more gen- more data generated in one day than there used to be in a year. That's overwhelming to so many of us, and yet there are actually there are technology solutions that help us to analyze that data, to derive insights from it, and put it into use, um, into predictive analytics models, um, continuous improvement models, and getting that unstructured information and having tools that easily enable us to categorize it, to see the patterns, and to use it to make better decisions is definitely what um, a lot of our customers are looking for in the market today. And then I think, finally, the way customers and consumers alike do online research and utilize social networking sites to get purchase recommendations and other recommendations on what they should do and how they should function really opens up a whole new door to the way that companies can authentically appear to our customers and personalize that experience and deliver a value like we've never had before. And Gabriella, my last question is, this is more of the broad question, but what would be your, since we've been also speaking around women in this uh, industry, what would be your message to women around the world? Uh, my message to women around the world is that you are a first-class citizen. You have a lot to contribute to to society, and, and no one should keep you down from um, aspiring to 
realize your full potential. There are ways and avenues to um, to learn more and to grow and to get involved and just don't put barriers up for yourself and don't accept the barriers anybody else puts up for you. So true. Gabriella Schuster, she's the general manager of Worldwide Partner Group at Microsoft. Gabriella, thanks so much for everything you're doing and just for taking the time to join us today. I really appreciate it. I'm your host, Elisa Parker of Digital 99s. Digital 99s is brought to you by EpiServer. EpiServer's digital experience cloud makes it easy for digital marketing and e-commerce teams to transform their businesses. Thanks for listening.